Sai Ram, dear listeners, we are back with part two of our interview with Dr. Hema Gopinathan. In case you have missed part one of this conversation, you can catch it by visiting our website www.radiosai.org. In the audio search box, please key in the name of Dr. Hema Gopinathan. Now over to Dr. Hema Gopinathan. in conversation with radio sai's karuna munshi you mentioned that uh, you always knew sami was guiding you through the surgery because based on your prior experience yes. in canada where he helped you with diagnosis yes. and surgeries uh, do you recall any particular instances when you were treating patients and you felt his hand in guiding you so many times i'll just give you a few of them sure. there was a old lady in canada she was a grandmother in law of one of her doctors and he said please operate on her she was dying practically sweaty no pulse what was what was wrong uh, with her cholecystitis gallbladder okay. was inflamed okay. but she was so thin the gallbladder was almost looking at you so the anesthetist said i can't give anesthesia i'll give her oxygen and a little sedation and you do your surgery quickly he just had to incise and the gallbladder popped out but before doing any gallbladder surgery there is a blood test that you have to do and he had ordered it and usually the nurses put it in front of the chart mm-hmm. so that the doctor can look at it when he, before he does the operation in the intensity of the situation he operated closed and in canada for a surgeon to operate he must have another surgeon to assist uh, frcs or crcs mbbs cannot assist so the operation was finished the gentleman walks and this gentleman usually takes 100 years to walk out of a place slow he will go but as soon as he closed he looked at the test he said my god i should have done more surgery i shouldn't have done just the removal of the gallbladder so they page him he is gone he is not in the hospital and uh, he calls the anesthetist he has gone for a delivery so he cannot do the surgery reopen and do the surgery what is indicated by the test so he said okay i will do it tomorrow but this doctor who was assisting never leaves the hospital like this but he was gone so swami did not want the surgery to be any more than he what was it. done the next day he goes to the patient and he says mrs chuba i have to do you again there is a stone left hi doctor the stone is gone i don't have a stone she was fine so swami stopped had he seen the test he would have done a bigger surgery and she would have died mm-hmm. so swami stopped him another case there was a fat big lady who was operated again for the gallbladder and she had a drainage and she poured fluid out and we kept looking what is the reason what is the reason we couldn't find out one day my husband goes for rounds and there is a test in front of the chart this is a test he has not ordered so he asked me whether i ordered i didn't order and there are a couple work together he asked everyone who was ordered nobody had ordered the test was there it gave the diagnosis oh my god mm-hmm. so he makes the diagnosis he stops us from doing anything more than we have to and one other thing he there was a lady a friend who always got dreams about our interaction with swami and she one day called uh, and she said doc sir you do funny stitching normally we don't mm. tell people who we are operating on it is a dark skin man indian or pakistan uh, and uh, 
you were stitching so funnily and she showed exactly the surgical suture mm-hmm. and you know what swami was walking up and down it was a serious case you had called a consultant and uh, when you were it was all right swami said success and walked out mm-hmm. so swami was in the theater when all of this was happening and her dream reflected exactly exactly all the the skin it was a dark skin man mm-hmm. so so as sir said sir swami you come in everyone's dream i don't know you you are there the next day he gets a dream he's just suturing a little laceration in the emergency room in a hotel hospital and swami was there mm-hmm. so just to confirm case big case uh diagnosis you want all of these so many uh, difficult to little little things but these were the interesting cases so we knew if he was there he will be here where only two of us are there medicine and surgery have been our life we have always enjoyed working and working hard he'll stay up all night in patamade we are nobody so when he will be operating i will be sitting with the post op cases because he has operated and left them and we sometimes slept in the hospital hospital was not very far away but we slept there so that we don't even miss a few minutes in taking care of them mm-hmm. so only because swami we knew swami was there we could have taken that step otherwise we couldn't have done big big surgeries with the uh, i guess swami took care uh, gave you the right uh, kind of uh, life experiences professional Before. experiences financial security to be able to dedicate yourself so thoroughly yeah, not many that. people many people can dream of it but they cannot translate into reality without god's grace yes absolutely he was with that and this is in the in practice he also showed us that he is with us in our day to day life sir was in a, he was finishing some sound system arrangement for one of our sai meetings and he was coming back and there is a left turn one has to make from the main road i see one big truck made a left turn in front of his datson and the datson was a right out and he was had it been one second later he would have been crushed on the spot but he escaped just unscathed he walked out of the hospital the police called me madam your husband has been in the in an accident but please come and pick him up to let me know that he is not seriously injured <laughs> not injured at all uh, the car was gone but he was there to take care of uh, he like says that. if you do my work i will take care of I yours i'll take care of it mm-hmm. then there was one other uh, episode where um, there was a lawsuit against the hospital i was a consultant son was very upset that the father died uh, no i said angry we had already made plans to come here but the subpoena was served just a week before we were leaving mm-hmm. so we said we'll go and we will come back so as soon as i came i gave the subpoena to swami swami the son is very angry not angry he's just upset and uh, he went away we came with a date to go back because the case was there uh, my son said you don't do that with swami you have to let swami decide when you have to go back so we cancelled our ticket we were learning how to sort of relate to swami so you don't come with a plan mm-hmm. he makes the plan for you every f- few weeks he will ask me when are you going swami when you say again he will, he will he played on like that in those days you couldn't get taxis as easily mm-hmm. or, or taxi you'll have to call bangalore it will come mm-hmm. th- in 3 hours every one week we were not even giving our laundry we'll pack up today swami will send us today swami will absolutely we were nervous 
in some ways. My husband said, you know what? This is a contempt of court if you don't appear. So you'll be in jail. I said, if Swami wants me in jail, <laughs> that's where I will be. So anyway, the last day, I think it was 10 o'clock, Swami called us for an interview. Go. So we came out. I mean, you couldn't have been happier when he said go. People don't like to yeah, be go. told. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was we like no taxi. Then one taxi had come to deliver uh, somebody. So we went, ran to him. Are you free to take us? He can. So we went in that taxi. No tickets. Two tickets from uh, Panam, Bangalore to Bombay. No further tickets. We went there. We stood in the line. And the last two tickets to go to New York. From New York, of course, it was not difficult. As I landed in New York, my secretary calls. I called her. And she said, where are you, Dr. Emma? Case tomorrow. I said, I know that. She said, everyone has been looking for you. Your lawyer has been looking for you very bad. Because he wanted to coach me. And Swami did not want any. Because there was nothing wrong in what I did. It was a straightforward thing. And he didn't want me to be muddled up with what the lawyer says. The lawyer wanted me to be in his room in the morning. I went, he had nothing to say. Do you remember the case? I said, yes, I know everything. And I went. This was the day before Indira Gandhi was October 31st, 84. Yes. Uh, So I walked into the, the case was going so badly for the hospital morning session. Everyone who, there's not a, um, what is it called? Criminal case. So I can sit. Yeah. Uh, Witnesses can sit in. And uh, I heard where the loopholes they are picking. Then in the afternoon, they said, Doctor, please introduce yourself and tell us your association with this case. I had, Swami had given me a vibhuti. I held it and I don't know what I talked. I absolutely, I, he said, where did you graduate and all? And indirect, they can't cross-examine. So they let me talk from 1 o'clock to 4, 4.10 or so. And you should have seen the faces of my nursing superintendent, hospital uh, administrator. They were all so relaxed because I had plugged all the holes. And then the defense said, uh, Sir, it's too late in the day. I have a very long cross-examination. Can we adjourn and come tomorrow? So next day, he couldn't ask me five minutes worth of questions. The case we won. And uh, Swami had kept me till the last minute, sent me and cleared the case. Hmm. So this is how he has taken care of us every little way. So one other experience which told us that he was at home also. When uh, we were in Windsor, um, we used to have bhajans at 7 p.m. every day at home. Uh, Children may join because they were not at home at that time. Husband may be there, but whether there is one person or not, we will start the budget. One day we had uh, it was a weekend. Uh, I was in. I had to go to Toronto on some sci work. I don't remember what it was. I came home, and uh, there was still time. I was invited to an opening of a bal vikas in Monroe, Michigan. So I thought I'll go and come back I across enough, the border. Across the border, I have enough time. I will come back. I was crossing the bridge. It was seven o'clock. So I said, my God, it's 7 o'clock. I said, Om, and I started bhajans. Driving and singing. Driving and singing and came home. We are very close to the bridge. When I came, my garage opener had got locked inside the garage. And the second garage opener was with a friend who was supposed to have left the garage open. And he wasn't there. There was a white car in front of my house. So I went to the next door and I said, can I call my friend? 
and I called and he came back. The white car was gone. And my friend came and I said, how come you didn't open the garage? I, I have been up and down. He said, Didi, I I had opened it. And as we opened the door, there was a big breeze. Meaning that some other door was open inside. Yeah, that's where the draft is coming. Draft is coming. The inner door he had locked and the outer door was open. Instead, now the garage door was closed and the inner door was open. So we thought somebody had broken in. So here we go with a hockey stick inside and looked. Nothing was touched. Everything was in place. So he said, anyway, somebody has come in. So it's not safe for you to be alone. I was alone. So he said, come home. Tomorrow morning you can go to work. I said, no, no, I have to get ready for work and it's not easy. I'll be here. I'll sleep in the basement where our altar was. I'll be safe. So I slept there. He went away. Next morning I get a call. Hemaji, uh, you know what? Uh, Raj had a dream. This is the same lady who dreamt about the stitches. Said, uh, Shirdi Baba came and he said, Saat bajne ke chand minute pehle mein aya tha. That is, few minutes before 7 o'clock, I came and uh, so you don't have to worry. Saying you can imagine and he would say Saat bajne ke chand minute pehle he, he did that you know he Hand was, gesture. Hand gesture exactly like Swami you know. Uh -huh. I was there you were not there and the white car in those days Swami was driving a white, white car. car. The white car disappeared as soon as I came. Uh -huh. That so, was the car you had spotted. So I thought it was a thief who had run away. <laughs> it was Bhagwan uh, who had come. The big thief. Yes. The one who stole so, your heart. Right. Big time. Right. And he also wrenched your heart sometimes and ah. uh, squeezed it really hard. I but understand. that is okay. Now once he loves you like that, it doesn't matter. He's entitled it to was. it. Yeah. All these instances speak of your uh, complete uh, faith in him, your total surrender. I guess you were put to test one more time once when Bhagwan invited you to Kodai Canal and you were expecting to accompany him there, which is such a privilege. But the catch was you had to come by yourself while your husband was really sick and he yes. expected you to leave him behind in Puttaparthi. How did that happen? Twice before he had taken us. Therefore, we thought this year also he's likely to take and uh, the first year he took us as guests. Second year he took us as doctors. The third year I said, God, if he calls us, we don't want to go. Swami, please don't call. Please don't call. Because he couldn't have managed and I couldn't have managed. Your husband was very ill at very that time. Very ill. He couldn't walk straight. He couldn't. He needed 24 hours attention. So I said, this is not possible. And we were praying. Have you ever heard of people praying not to be taken? <laughs> it's we a pray. dream for most devotees. Yes. And he calls us for an interview. And he says, come to Kodakana. So we had told him, if you are calling us, you must make him better. At least travel worthy and not be a problem to everyone. Then uh, I had called Sri Chakravarti and I said, Sir, he cannot get into the bus here, go to the airport, get down. He was not fit to do that. So can we come by car to the airport? He says, but he is not coming. I said, what? He is not coming. Only you are coming. I said, not, not possible. And I cried and I, because I couldn't imagine how he was going to manage without me. Anyway, and my friends were with me. I said, let's go and ask uh, Chakravarti, sir, how will you go? He's so sick. So we went. But just before we went, he had confirmed with Satyajit that uh, Swami did want only me. So he said, I have talked and only you are going. And he said, don't say he has to come with you. Don't say you will not go. Because don't we all say Swami does everything? Why are you thinking you are doing? 
just be quiet and come. I thought about it. I said, isn't it true? We always say Swami does. And yet when it comes to the real thing, we forget he does. We think we are doing. So I went home, wiped my ears and I had to break it to my husband. I said, you are not coming. I am going. Oh, okay, go. That's it. That was his response. He has always been so easy with Swami's decisions. So my friend said, okay, I will come for lunch, you come for dinner, we will take care of him and here are three keys of the house. You have one, you have one, you have one. I had no key. Only those three had the key because I was going away. So Swami calls us for an interview again that evening, probably to see how swollen my face was. (laughs) So, and he says, how many types of pain medicines do you have? I said, this upsets stomach, this does this, this does. Where are the medicines? Swami, I have packed it. What packed it? Go and get it. So I went to your room. And to my, but my room was locked, and the keys were with somebody. Uh-huh. So I went to the hospital to get the same, similar medicine. So you left the interview room to grab medicines because he Swami. wanted. And my husband was with Swami for fifteen minutes oh. alone. And I asked my husband, "What did you do?" We both sat and looked at each other. Oh my God! How beautiful! Yeah, he prepared him for the stay. Yeah. For uh, that was a ten-day stay, I think. And he was beautifully taken care of. Fifteen minutes alone with Swami, eyeball to eyeball. Uh, And nothing else, quiet time. Hmm. And so, these are, every time he has given us a challenge, the result has been just beautiful. It's just uh, Somya's. Our return was the easiest one, not a challenge. I won't even, because he has just fulfilled our wish. Mm -hmm. But uh, my daughter's and sir's was really hard to begin with. I understand your husband's health has been a matter of concern, not only to you, to Bhagwan as well. There was a time when he was hospitalized and Swami showed great compassion. Please share with us the experience. Oh, that was beautiful. That was the year we came here. 98, after the mothers passed away, he let us start working here. And one month, October, Paduka Puja was going on and my husband had a massive gastrointestinal bleed and following that he had chest pain so he was rushed to super speciality hospital CCU where they thought he had a heart attack and uh, Dr. Bhagavat was our medical superintendent and it was of course um, customary that they will go and tell Swami, Swami this is our doctor has had a problem he is admitting so when he told him who is Gopinath Swami says Mm -hmm. every day in the veranda he will be talking to my husband. So he says, who is this Gopinath? So he says, Swami, you talk to him every day. So, oh, but he's so thin and he doesn't smoke. Uh, but uh, Swami, he is in the hospital. The doctors think he has a heart attack. Normally, Swami will give vibhuti. He didn't give vibhuti also. So he was very downhearted that he is in the hospital. Swami has given nothing. Next day, while the Paduka Puja is going on, Swami comes, Gopinath, I have come just for you. To the hospital? Floating, yes. Floating through the CCU, came to him and rubbed his hand on his chest and asked for a little water, put Viputi, gave it like a mother. And, uh, I mean, uh, somebody had said, it was worth being sick. (laughs) Yes, very. For the tender, uh, loving care of the Lord. And the Lord said, it is not heart, it is only gas. And he recovered. And what happens is, once Swami takes over, nobody discharges you. 
Only Swami has to tell. So I had to sit in li- Darshan line. Swami, yes, he can come home. Then he walked back and he said, not to the sea floor. Get a room in the ground floor. We were unknown people here. So when I went to the accommodation, Swami didn't tell us that you need a ground floor room. I said, see, I can go up to the sea floor. I have no problem. Swami said, I'm telling you, I will go. So he said, okay, here is the key for three days. After that, uh, we can see. Nobody asked us after that. We stayed downstairs till Swami said, go up. Now, there is a uh, issue in relation to this. At that time, there is a very lovely VIP lady. Very, very nice lady. Long time devotee of Swami. She was a bad asthmatic on cortisol. She fell and she had a huge hematoma, fracture, dislocation of the shoulder. And my husband was still recovering. The daughter and son-in-law came to him, said, come and see my mother, mm-hmm. uh, How, what we can do. <coughs> they came with a car, took him, and he said, God, she's a surgeon's, uh, what do you call it? Nightmare? Nightmare, nightmare. She, she, nobody can touch her. She's so sick and uh, they can't do anything. So he came away. Next day, uh, there was a doctor who used to take my husband for darshan. He was sitting in darshan, closing his eyes. Swami came to him and he said, you know, she's having a lot of pain. She's, we must do something. Why don't you put anesthesia just there and just local enough. And then operate? Local and then it you can manipulate it. Okay, manipulate the ah, shoulder. So, he said, Swami is saying, okay, Swami. And Swami gave a date. Swami gave the time. And on that day, the lady was sitting at the gate. Swami came, blessed her, gave Vibhuti and said, by 10.30 everything will be over. And so, my husband also very happily, Swami has done this, she will be alright. Took her to surgery. He had just put the anesthesia local. She died. She died. So, now, what is the lesson in all of this? If you think when Swami says do something, results are good, it is not. It doesn't have to. They are good at a different place. Level. For that lady, life might have been very miserable with pain and all. And she had finished her karma. Swami wanted her. He wanted an instrument to do that to her. <laughs> so, he got my husband. And my husband was not, he was sad this happened. But he said, who knows, I have just come back from Canada. Maybe I had a table death. You know, patients can die on the table. And maybe I had a court case. All of that, Swami has made it brief here, like this. Because evidently the lady's son was going to sue doctor for this. But Swami told him, no, no, this is like that or whatever. He convinced. We don't know what he told the son. But so my husband thought Swami had minimized what he might have had gone to face through. otherwise. And he had, he did tell her it will all be over by 10.30. Only ah, in retrospect it made sense. Ah, but he didn't know what would be over. We all think surgery will be, be over. over. Not life will be yeah. over. So that was... Uh, I, if I may backtrack, you mentioned that Swami sent you away when he spent 15 minutes exclusively with your husband. Ah. He sent you away to bring some painkillers. Did he comment on any painkillers? Of course he said, uh, oh, oh, two minutes for all this. One will upset the stomach. One is not a good thing for liver. And he, I think he wanted time with my husband. That's <laughs> all. This was an excuse. <laughs> to because there was send not you time. away from the room for a bit. Yeah. I see. So, 
Are there any other poignant moments that you've shared with Bhagwan or interactions you've had that you could share with us? The ones well, that come to mind. Uh, in 2002, uh, my daughter-in-law needed help. Her baby was being born. So we thought Swami will send us. Swami came and said, you go, I will take care of him. Kept my husband back. And he sent me away. And again, my husband at that time was not sick. But he didn't know how to cook. He didn't know, I mean, mm. how to manage alone. He would have done it in the canteen. But his stomach was always a problem. But anyway, so Swami said, I will take care of him. And he said, made arrangements for Sevadal to bring breakfast, lunch and dinner. And every day, for the first few days, he would say, breakfast on time, enough amount, enough food. Uh, every day, every meal he will ask whether it came on time, the amount was enough, did you like it? Like that. And many times he would be going to Purnachandra for some uh, drama rehearsal, I think. And he would say, and I will say, so the girl, uh, doctors around, what is this eye business we both done? I said, I think he's asking me this. And I'm answering, I don't know what he's really asking. So like that, it was such a, such a friendly thing. And he didn't want my husband to go that time. And when I came back, he was going to come back pick me up from Bangalore. So he told Swami, Swami, I'm going to pick her up today. Say, how are you going? Swami, I've got the taxi. No, 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 I will send that car. So he sent the car with a driver. Now, the car was a little car. So after I got out and sat in the car, I asked my husband, now, most people who come from abroad have big boxes. How does Swami think anybody can put any box here? So the driver turns back and said, Swami said she travels light. He knows it. Oh my God. <laughs> because I go only with a small suitcase. I never travel heavy. Uh -huh. So Swami told him, she travels very light. Don't worry. And you're practicing less luggage, yeah, more comfort yeah. that Swami always prescribed. Yes, yes. Most of us <laughs> tend to lug around big suitcases when we come from the West. That's amazing. Um, Dr. Gopinathan, when you look back at your life with so many uh, experiences, decades of being with Swami and uh, being tested, tried, proven true, uh, when you look back, what are the most precious life lessons that you have derived from your experiences? I would say to please Swami at any cost must be the only, is my only goal. I make mistakes, but at least my goal is that. Does this action please Swami? Will this action please Swami? And other than that, I, I don't want to merge. I, I, I don't know all these things. I don't get dreams, nothing. But action, my action must please. And many times I am short-tempered. Then I say, Swami, sorry. Then he gives me another opportunity. Not an easy one, harder one. So I say, doesn't matter. This time you have given, I will try. So uh, this has been my most important and to implicitly, whichever way he tells me to do, I will do. But most of the time, he doesn't directly give me, other than those episodes. Lately, I mean, after uh, what, the last few years, there is hardly any interaction other than for patients. I don't ask anything. And there is no why in my, in our vocabulary. We don't ever ask why. Why this me or why this uh, episode? We don't ask why and we just, this is the moment. What have I to do to please Swami? So you don't feel like a victim at any time? At all, at all. Very, very happy with 
what has happened to us. Difficult, yes. We don't say it has been easy all the time. But it is easier when you don't fight it. And the other thing is no expectation. Expectation is the problem. Mm-hmm. If you expect something unfulfilled, you, you get irritated. Even the smallest expectation. You want to sleep, you can't sleep. Irritated. So like that. But expectation I have not been able to get over yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, small, big we don't have any. As you said, everything is fulfilled. What do we have to ask for? Really, life has come a full circle. Very, very. And doesn't it bother you? Your husband has served so many patients all his life with such a zeal and love to please God. And he's experiencing very poor health right now. Do you ever wonder? I only say he must have earned it mm-hmm. somehow. Or it's an experience that is necessary for us to grow. Mm-hmm. Whether it is uh, deserved or whether it is good for us to experience. It is there. It's a fact. So, unless we face it well, it is only going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. So, and to be miserable is to not love Swami. We have to be happy. Uh, my husband used to say, when he first came, he had severe stomach trouble. And he would say, Swami, stomach pain, oh, gas, gas. Always Swami's answer is that. So, he said, doctor, be happy. Every interview as he leaves, he'll say, be happy. He'll come out and say, how can you be happy with so much pain? we have learned now. See, be, being happy and having physical problem is, is not mutually exclusive. You can still do it. You have to put your mind to it. That's Practice. Uh-huh. But what makes it easy is he never complains. And he's never sorry for himself. He says, okay, this is the way it is. I may be sorry, but he's never sorry. Mm-hmm. So that makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, a depressed person yeah, it's very is hard. difficult to live with. Yeah. And he has really... Now he's forgetting things. Where He has written little, little books for his grandchildren. Now he has to look at them to... Recall his own recall life. Recall his own life. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't mind. Once he wrote a book saying, uh, Parkinson's a gift of God. Can you imagine? At that time he felt it was a gift. Now, of course, he doesn't remember. To, Did I write that? He says. <laughs> anyway, he accepts that also. Total acceptance. Total acceptance. There's um, nine months since Bhagwan's Mahasamadhi. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with that event? Uh, one that really shook millions of devotees. It was a very difficult time for us. For a, for a very long time when he was in the hospital, I said, he's going to get up and walk and come. He's not going, he's not going. But when it happened... I just couldn't believe it. I still thought he will come somewhere. He'll come. That was constantly my feeling that he will come. But when I saw that body, those three days, absolutely miserable. I said, God, that body carried that huge, beautiful soul for so many years. And he's lying there as though helpless. And it bothered me what all rituals they did for the body also. What? It's the purest body that can be. Uh, anyway, uh, after that, I said, that is only the body that is gone. He's around. He's around in all his fullness, probably fuller than ever before. The body was a jail for him and he tolerated it because he wanted to teach us something. Now, he is free to do whatever he wants to do in the magnitude that he wants to do. Even though from the body he could have done many things, but freedom is freedom. And so I I have no sadness now. 
I just, I only, every day, it goes the same way. Swami, I have to please you. Help me to please you. And when I finish, I say, I have made mistakes. I will try again. This is all. So, I am not sad anymore. He's there. He's, he was there. He's there. He will be there. And the presence is so obvious in the general hospital. Yes. They've been manifestations and the work ethic and the environment is just permeates with Swami's yes, presence yes. there. Yes, the hospital is beautiful to work. We have no politics amongst us, except each one will advise what Swami will like, or we should have done this, or we would like to do this for Swami. Our whole focus is Swami. And that, that and really the builds the team spirit uh, there. Yeah. If I asked you, after all that you have told me uh, of your intense uh, relationship with this avatar, Bhagavan Sri Satisai Baba for you in your life, what does he stand for? Everything. He is my friend and a guide. That would be my top father, mother, yes, but friend and guide. Holding my hand and guiding me through whatever I do. If I make mistakes, he doesn't let my hand go. He just tells me what to do. Mm-hmm. Shows me. So, friend and guide. BFF, best friends forever. Yes. It's been a pleasure listening to you. Thank you very much, Dr. Gopinathan, for sharing your time and experiences Thank with us. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And it has been a pleasure. I have put it together for this only. Otherwise, so many things happened. And I never, I said, God, it has gone on. Like uh, beads in a thread. Yeah. First segment, second. Each one preparing me for the next Beautiful one. pattern, isn't Very. it? Very. I never realized it. Never sat down to think about it. So you gave me an opportunity to do that. Thank you, Sairam. Thank you, Sairam. Sairam. Dear listeners, you just heard the concluding part of this two-part interview with Dr. Hema Gopinathan. We hope you enjoyed it. Please send in your feedback. Our email ID is listener at radiosci.org. Thank you for joining us and please stay tuned to our next program, Sairam. <laughs>